the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL Win Totals contest with a grand prize of $1,000. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is offering you a chance to win $15 million with prizes and prizes and guess what first prize three million dollars with baseball mania four use promo code sgpn at underdog fantasy for 100 percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars we're also brought to you by DraftKings sportsbook download the app now and use code sgp new customers can score 200 dollars in bonus bets instantly when they bet just five dollars on any college football bet only on DraftKings sports code sportsbook code S-G-P. Yes, sir. We are back with another edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You know me, know the voice on the guy. It's me, really real villain real. Terrell Furman Jr. here at your service. Come to bring me my money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Tell them to bring me my money. Whoa, that re- hey, they can bring me my money because we've made a lot of money over the past two episodes. Oh my gosh, I can't wait to tell you all about it. But I gotta let you know that my co-host is here, Scott Studio Rochelle. Scott, what's going on? Scotty, beat me up. Surprise. Doing pretty well. Uh, Yanescu made me a nice bag yesterday, so I can't really complain too much. Had the under assists for my lock that cashed easily. And then I had the last second pivot for my prop play. Yanescu leading score, plus 750. And she got there. It wasn't easy, but eventually she finished with the most points in the game. So Yanescu single-handedly carried me to a very nice day. Yeah, very much so. And I mean, I don't let let's just let's let's go back to where this because I'm not gonna say it. We know we all know what's going on. I'm not gonna jinx it by saying it, but I'm just gonna say what's been happening over the past couple of episodes. And everyone else can go ahead and just come up to their conclusion of what's going on on the show here. So if we go back to two episodes ago when I was in traffic and moving my sister into school and I brought on my guy, Ron, and we were able to handicap a slate and do and have episodes, uh, episode. So here's what came up at lock fever storm. first half over 81 and a half cash. We missed the dog of Kalia copper 20 plus points. For two to one, that did not hit, but we did get Kelsey Plum's birthday prop up 17 and a half points. We also got the Sun plus six, Sky Team total over 78 and a half, and the Fever Storm full game over 160. I also gave out an underdog prop contest of Alyssa Thomas, higher seven and a half assists, Vic Courtney Vandersloot, higher seven and a half assists, and Plum higher than 17 and a half points, and that cashed at six to one. 
We then come back on the next day, and we have one game on the slate. Only one game to talk about. And we turn that one game into a cash on the over 74 and a half, a cash on Jackie Young, 20 plus points at plus 240, a cash on Jacquel Jones, over eight and a half rebounds, a cash on Sabrina Ionescu, under seven and a half assists. We did miss Jacquel Jones, uh, double-double, but we get the main prop of Sabrina Ionescu, top point score at plus 750. Not to mention, we gave out another three-pick contest and underdog with Chelsea Gray, higher six-and-a-half assists. Sabrina Ionescu, lower five-and-a-half rebounds. And Jacquel Jones, higher nine-and-a-half rebounds for another six-to-one payout. Scott, we just had a day. We just had Matter of fact, where's, where is it? Where is it? Because... <laughs> got him. We fucking got him. <laughs> we did. We did, Drisky. We got him and we got him good. I'm gonna go ahead and play the sound effect for myself because I did end up walking out with a street with a sweep today. But the New York Liberty end up beating the Las Vegas Aces 94 to 85 in that game. They get the rubber match. Unofficially 3-2 for the season, officially 2-2 two and two on the season. I mean, can we just skip to the finals? It feels like we could have skipped to the finals about, I don't know, when did the season start? Five months ago? Four months ago? But I forgot what the exact price was when the season started. You had the Aces or the Liberty to win the title, and it was like minus 500, 600, whatever it was, and now it's about minus 1,000, so... No offense to the Sun, no offense to some of the other good teams out there, but there are only two great teams out there, and the rest of you are fighting for third place. Do we agree on that? Yeah, pretty much. I uh, I mean, so I just went on uh, ESPN Radio earlier, and they asked me, was anybody else even in contention? And I was like, to be honest, no. <laughs> they're not but if you want to have fun and you want a ticket that'll probably have value until they get knocked out by one of these two teams you probably want to put one down on the mystics with just how good their defense is and the fact that they're getting all their scores back and i i mean i i, I really had to stretch for that mystics play like maybe the sun too but even this team i don't even think can compete with others it's really a two-horse race in the WNBA. But that's what I'm assuming is going to be the case. But the Mystics, you can make an argument once again with them getting everybody back. And they have given the Aces problems in the past. Maybe they could find a way to steal a game or two. But can I picture any of those teams not named the Aces of the Liberty making it to the finals? Not really. I, I just can't really picture it. The hard part for the Mystics is the fact that if they do run into the Aces, they have to travel to Las Vegas, and that's just not going to go well. Yeah. I, I whoo we, I'm telling you, it's going to be a fun rest of the season, and we're going to see some really good games in the playoffs outside of the teams that probably play the Aces and the Liberty because these two teams are clicking on all cylinders. And I didn't even mention that the timetable for a foot fracture, and I got to hit up our SGP and doc to make sure that I have this correct, but the timetable for a foot fracture is anywhere between four to eight weeks. Uh, this is the four-week mark this week for Candace Parker after getting that surgery. So after the Liberty handling them for what is that? three of the last four games, yep. it seems like they might just go ahead and say, yeah, CP3, I know you're not 
all the way there yet, but you played on the foot fracture to get to this point, we're going to need you to play on it again. Well, the argument that you can look at for the, I don't want to say the main reason why the Liberty have beaten the Aces, but a big reason why they've had success. They've dominated the Aces on the glass in these games with John Quell and company. I know Candace Parker is definitely not in her prime anymore, but the Aces could use all the size they can get because right now the Liberty have kind of just been destroying them on the glass for the last couple of meetings. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and it's so it's just so much of an addition that she adds because not only does she plug in, but now you bring Kia Stokes off the bench. And if you look at the bigs for the Liberty off the bench, Stokes can eat them alive. Like Stephanie Dolson, Han Shu, like they're both good players, but I think Kia Stokes on the glass is a stronger rebounder than both of them. So that just it's another level of depth that they don't have in that lineup for a team that I mean, outside of Alicia Clark, is kind of struggling on depth, to be honest. Yeah, I feel like when you're also looking at the Aces and the impact that Candace Parker might have, she's also one of the smarter players in the history of the sport. And defensively, she's still a very solid player and a potential anchor defensively. The Aces defense over the last couple of games has really not been good. And I'm not sure mm-hmm. if that's because Stokes is in the lineup or maybe the team just got complacent a bit. I doubt it's about complacency, though, because you're against, once again, the team you're probably going to face in the finals. And you've lost most of the time for the last couple of weeks. I think Candace Parker is going to be needed for defensive purposes because the Aces play very fast. And I know that as a result, they're going to give up a lot of points. But you're looking at the overall defensive assignments and the lack of defensive integrity over the last couple weeks. They need some veteran leadership on the defensive end. And right now, it does not feel like Stokes. And I don't want to roast Asia, but to be honest, most of the paint defense has not been good for the last couple of weeks. I think that's Uh where Candace Parker can help. Yep, I agree. All right, before we get to the three games that are going on tonight, got to talk to you about DraftKings Sportsbook because college football fans, are you ready for week one? Well, if you are a new customer to DraftKings, you can bet $5 on any college football game and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. And look, uh, I mean, if you want to wait till Saturday and get in on some FBS versus FCS action, they're they're in hey well for the people that can't see what i'm doing on youtube.com slash nba gambling podcast uh, i am holding up my north carolina a&t state university shirt and i'm telling you right now you can fade the north carolina a&t state university aggies against uab doesn't matter what the number is just put five dollars on it you'll get your five dollars back well Unless it's like minus 110, then you're technically not. Well, you'll get your $5 back, and then you'll get whatever you want on top of that. Because I have no faith in this team covering the number versus UAB. So, very much so. You do that, not only do you get that bet. Before the game is even played, you get $200 in bonus bets instantly. That's it. Instantly. Just like that. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on college football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Code SGP. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. State specific responsibilities gambling resources bonus bets expire after seven days of issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms all righty scott let's talk let's go ahead and get into the slate first game on the dock at 7 p.m on the east coast we have the washington mystics playing the minnesota Lynx. this game is going on in dc 
the Mystics are a home fave of six and a half points here. 162 and a half is the total. That's actually come down a point. Looking at the injury report for these two teams and for the Minnesota Lynx, you still have Lindsey Allen, who is out foreseeably for the rest of the year. And for the Washington Mystics, we have Christy Tolliver still on the injury report. We did see her at shoot around uh, for the past couple of games shooting the basketball. So we can't expect to see a return from her very soon. We'll see if that happens today or not. But Natasha Cloud also questionable with an illness. So we'll see if she's able to play today as well. But more importantly for the Mystics, no Shakira Austin, no EDD, no Ariel Atkins. Scott, are you laying six and a half with the Mystics today? Well, the Mystics have been playing better lately. Uh, you're looking at the overall, uh, I'd say, minutes that each star player for the Mystics has been given the last couple of games. Deldon and Shakira Olsen have played on a limited basis, but they've been somewhat effective. Ariel Atkins, same way. She played 20 minutes against the Aces, scored 16 points. So the, the Mystics are getting healthier, but I am a bit concerned about the amount of playing time each player is actually getting. Now, Deladon last game, I mentioned that Atkins played 20 minutes. Against the Aces, Deladon played 22 minutes. She had 21 points. And against the Aces, Shakira Austin ended up playing a total of 21 minutes. So you're assuming each player is going to play more over the next couple of games before the playoffs come around, and then they'll play a full workload. So I guess that's encouraging, but once again, it's a little bit annoying when you don't know exactly how many minutes a lot of the key pieces are going to end up playing for a particular team that's laying points. Having said that, the Lynx have not exactly been in great form lately, and the question is, do I want to uh, actually trust them? Uh, when they got buried last game by the Liberty by about 25 or 35 points. Now, the argument is, once again, the Liberty are playing better than any other team in the league right now. So I guess that uh -huh. loss is excusable. They did win back-to-back -back games against the Dream before that. Uh, on the road this season, the Lynx are actually decent. They are 10-7 and seven, straight up on the road. I think for this one, though, I am going to lean to Minnesota. Minnesota is 2-0 straight up, but based on the lack of consistent playing time, for the star players on the Mystics, not even just one or two players. I mentioned three or four that have mm -hmm. minutes in flux. I really don't want to lay six and a half. Do I think the Mystics are going to win the game? Probably, but I'm not going to lay six and a half not knowing how many minutes each player is going to play. I'm going to lean to the Lynx. The playoff picture is pretty close with these teams, uh, so mm -hmm. both teams are still trying to win because um, they're trying to clinch a playoff spot. So motivation is not going to be a factor for either of these teams, but the Lynx are 2-0 in the head-to-head. -head. They're getting 6.5. They're good on the road. I'll lean to the Lynx plus the 6.5. I am... I'm on the Lynx, too. I don't even think I lean the Lynx. I think I love the Lynx today. If the, if the Mystics were playing everybody a full 30 minutes or so, i take the Mystics, but without yeah, but the case, I, I can't take them. And... Like who's to say what? Who's to say this minutes restriction doesn't run out in the second half? Like who's to say that they mismanage these players and they play majority of their minutes in the first half, where the Mystics are already really, really good at basketball? And so, I mean, there's always that situation that come in. They be like, "All right, you've hit your limit. We're not playing you anymore, and we're rolling with who we had early on." I, I just don't think that that's a situation where we have three 
three or four different players that are probably on minutes restriction and including Natasha Cloud, who may or may not play in this game. And we're going to lay six and a half with them. Like that's getting that's past two possessions. We're in three possession territory here. There's there's no way there's no way I'm laying that that big of a number. I'm absolutely taking the Minnesota Lynx here plus six and a half. But. I will back the Mystics in the first half. They've been a really good first half team all year. They're getting their guys back. And I th- and being in that at-home arena, you look at what they do in the first half, and they are 10-8, uh, and eight, 55.6% in the first half. That number decreases – well, not even really decreases, but they still play really good on the road in the first half. A 9-6-1 is on the road – for the full game where they struggle at four and 12, they are a little bit better at 10 and eight at home. So they but much better home team, especially in the first half. I like them better in the first half and I will lean, not even just lean. I like them. I like the uh, lengths who are 12 and five on the road this season, 12 and five. Is that, that's not real. That's ATS. They're 10 and seven straight up. Yeah. 12 and five. So they're 12 and five ATS on the, come on. Yeah. This is a lock. Give me the Minnesota Lynx uh, plus six and a half. This is too many points. They they lose by two or three, maybe. Uh, th- this is too many points for a Lynx team. They got and a shot to win it, but I see this game. Be, I see the spread being definitely going potentially either way in the fourth quarter. If that's the case, I'm taking the points. And they just beat the they just beat the the Aces. Yeah, they buried. Me, well, yeah, the Mystics buried the Aces. You can argue that they might be a little bit. I'd say happy with themselves. They might not be fully focused here, but. Uh, to go through the standings, and I do want to mention it, since standings are going to matter for part of the handicap for the next week or two, there's 40 games in the season. So you're looking at mostly five or six games from for these teams, five or six, give or take. Uh, right now, the Mystics are in sixth. The Lynx are in fifth. They're separated by half a game, but the Lynx did play an extra game. They're currently two and a half games ahead of the Sky, who are the last, uh, I should say the Mystics. The Mystics are two and a half games ahead of the Sky, who are the first eliminated team. So there is some leeway for both these teams to make the playoffs still. Yeah, very much so. And I, I think they will. I, I honestly do think they will. I'm not so. even sure the Sky reached 16 or 17 wins by season's end. So <laughs> I think they're both going to get in. I'm just saying that uh, right now you're looking at a spot where even though they have not officially clinched a playoff spot, both teams are in pretty good shape to make the playoffs. That's kind of my point. Very much so. All right, plus six and a half. Uh, for, I'm sorry, that plus 180 was for the first half. Plus 235 on the money line for the Minnesota Lynx. I'm on both of those plays. For the total, I mean, we've been waiting for this all season, to be honest. We've been waiting for them to put out a roster where we could feel good backing Mystics unders again. Why is this? I, I was going to say I like the under in this game. Why is this any different? This is they, they finally got the roster back where we can feel comfortable with how they guard in the perimeter with Shakira Austin anchoring the inside of the paint and how good she is defensively. I, I don't know why we would not come back and hammer absolutely hammer the under in this game. I, I feel like that's a great spot for a Mystics team that is going to, once again, with EDD in the lineup, with Shakira Austin in the lineup, that pace is going to come to a screeching halt. Well, the argument is that the Lynx have played some high-scoring games lately, but you look at who they've played against. They played the Liberty, who once again are playing better than any other team in the league right now, and they played the Wings twice, and they haven't guarded anybody in three months. So I feel like it's mostly based on their opponents. I'm with you. I'm on the under. 
The Mystics' last two games, they allowed 68 points to the Sun. Impressive. And they allowed 62 points to the Aces, which is just nutty. So I'll go with the under. Uh, I like the form of this defense. Ah, I really like this game, man. All right, player props, what you like? So for the player props, it's really tough to really go with anybody on the Mystics because I don't know how much they're going to play. So mm-hmm. a lot of the recent trends, for example, Shakira Austin rebounds under 7.5. It's cashed in five straight. It's cashed in 9 of 10, but I don't know how many minutes she's going to play. So a lot of these stats are skewed because, once again, she's on a minute restriction, and she she had seven rebounds last game, but she only played like 20 minutes. So a lot of these stats and trends are kind of misleading, so I'm going to stay away from it. But that's why, once again, solely following trends can be dangerous at times when you don't apply any context. For the sake of this game, though, I do think I am going to lean to Austin under in points anyway. Because she really hasn't been the greatest score in general. And I know I just mentioned rebounds, but we're expecting a lower scoring game. So there might be a decent amount of extra misses, so to speak. But Olsen's props at 10.5. The under is at minus 132. I just want to read off some of the overall offensive numbers that Austin had offensively. She's averaging 10.4 points per game. Uh, but since she's come back, 5 points, 13 points, 6 points, 4 points. She really hasn't attempted many shots. Even before the injury, she was kind of hovering around 10 or even 6 in a decent amount of these games. I am going to lean to the under on Shakira Austin points. I just feel like these shots are going to come from elsewhere, whether it involves Atkins, whether it involves Deladon. I really don't see Austin being a big focal point offensively for the Mystics in this game. I'm going to lean that way. I'm also tempted by McBride under four and a half rebounds. That's a minus 142. McBride really has not been the greatest rebounder recently, mm-hmm. and I want to read off those numbers. She's also a guard, so it's not exactly her responsibility. She's averaging 3.2 rebounds per game, so once again, this number does feel high. Uh, the last couple of games, though, three rebounds, seven and six, so she has gone over, but both those were against the Wings. Two rebounds against Seattle, four rebounds against Seattle, one rebound against Indiana, And to go through the previous meetings this season, three rebounds against the Mystics, and she had five rebounds in the first meeting a while ago. So once again, three rebounds in the last meeting. She's averaging roughly three rebounds per game. Her props are four and a half. I don't know how you can average three per game in the Uh season, and your number's four and a half. I'll take the under on McBride rebounds. All right. I like that. I like that look. I am... Yeah, it's, it's really take... tough to find angles with the Mystics when you don't know how much people are going to play. I'm going to continue to go with what's been working, whether they've been in the lineup, whether they've been out the lineup. Brittany Sykes has been scoring and she's been good. She's been uh, really what kept this team in playoff position over the course of while everybody was out. So I'm going to continue rolling with Brittany Sykes over 15 and a half points. I, I just think that with everybody else in the lineup, it opens things up for more and she's clearly not afraid to go attack and be aggressive and, and try to put the ball in the basket no matter who's on the court. So I'm, I'm going to roll with Brittany Sykes again, but yeah, it's pretty tough with the minutes restriction. If I did have a line on Austin's rebounds, I probably would still play them. I mean, she she's I mean, over the most under. dominant big okay. out there. Yeah, so you said what? I was saying if you wanted the over or the under. You said rebounds. You didn't say which Over, side. yeah, I would be taking her over. I would be taking her over. She's the most dominant big out there. She'd be able to rebound the basketball. Even if in short spurt, she can, you know, in two, three minutes, especially with how the Mystics play defense, she can come up with like four or five rebounds really, really quickly. So, all right. 
let's move on to the next game of the slate here. But before I do that, got to talk to you about underdog fantasy. August is almost over. That means you got to hurry up and get your lineups in for best ball mania Four. go draft, go draft, go draft, go draft, go. You don't have to worry about anything else with best ball. You just draft your team and you're done. You wait to cash your money at the end of the year. Set it and forget it. Underdog does not, does the rest. So here we are. $15 million in total prizes up for grabs. $3 million to the winner. You got till September 7th. I'm going to, I'm definitely going to draft some more teams and make sure I get my share of $3 million. You are talking to a former underdog fantasy best ball mania quarter finalist. Thank you very much. So time is now that time is now visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store and sign up with promo code SGPN to get your first deposit doubled up to a hundred dollars. That's underdog fantasy promo code SGPN. And I mean, we're, Nope, I'm not going to say it. Just know I am giving out an underdog lineup at the end of the show. So make sure that you tap in to get that. Concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. Scott, next game on the slate. We're still in the 7 o'clock hour. We have the Phoenix Mercury traveling to Atlanta to play the Atlanta Dream. Minus 8.5 is the line for the Dream now. That came up from minus 7.5. 160. Is the total in by the way? Uh, before you get into the handicap, we have to do another victory lap for a bet that we ended up cashing in between uh, the last episode and this episode. Because I believe in the win total episode, we mentioned the Mercury missing the playoffs at around plus 860. <laughs> I believe we threw that out there. We said that Diggins Smith might easy, not play the season. And we said that once again, with Griner coming back from the long layoff and Tarazi being older, we did not understand why their win total was like 21 and a half. They had the same win total as the Sun. And uh, they have the worst record in the league. So that was another bet I wanted to plug that we made earlier. Yeah, the Mercury are a really bad team, but they also snapped the longest WNBA streak in the league because their playoff streak is over. They've already been eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah, man. And... I mean, we, we knew, knew it was going to be bad. Good. We didn't think it'd be we this that, bad. Yeah, we, knew I, I, be good. we thought that we 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 thought we were going to sweat the playoff bet because there are teams under five hundred that make the playoffs. We knew we were good yeah. with the twenty one and a half. We thought we were going to that playoff bet was no they sweat. They clinched with like five games left. Like I did not see that coming. We we uh, I mean, honestly, if it wasn't for the rest of the league, they probably should have been out like ten games ago. <laughs> but oh man, I mean. It's just it's great to be right. Like it's just great to be right sometimes. And plus so, eight sixty, it's especially great to be right. This is why you listen to the WNBA gambling podcast. Stuff like this right here. You you cashed a bet that we placed months ago. I actually so, looked back at the win total episode. By the way, we actually we did very well with a lot of the teams. Yeah, man. And what's the uh, oh man? Oh, Chicago has fourteen wins. Dang. Uh, Chicago at first, close, Chicago looked terrible. But... Chicago looked terrible at first. Like, we were like, dang, we were really bad about them. And then as the season went on, we was like, oh, never mind. We was good. That one's going to come down to the wire. But a lot of the ones that we already gave out are kind of decided already. Oh, man. The freaking, you know, I've been staring at the Indiana Fever just trying to figure out where we're going to get this over nine and a half. 
By the way, uh, I hope you know that one of the fun props we gave out on that show was the uh, sparks to make the playoffs. So like plus 200. Two to one. Somehow yep. they're in yep. the eighth seed. Some they lost eight straight games in a row and we're we're still here. We still yep. have a chance. Uh, just so everybody. Oh, wait, do they have 11 wins? Do they really? Indiana has 11 wins. Did we catch yeah, They have 11 wins. Yeah. Oh, let's go. Yes. I didn't yeah, they, notice they that. Won a, they won a game or two. Oh, I, I got to go check that account that I put that future in. I forgot who oh, they beat. The Storm, I yes. think. I, th- I think they beat the Storm a couple of games ago. What? When did we cash this? Yeah, they beat the. They've won they three beat straight. The they beat the Mercury, they, the, Dr- the Storm, and the Dream. So. Oh man! Oh, we were we reverse jigs the heck out of them. I remember I was like, man, we might not get there, and oh, we got there. I didn't. Well, even everyone realize. came back because they had a bunch of injuries, so they got healthy again and they won a couple games. Oh, shout out to the Fever, man! I don't care what they do rest of the season. Now we cashed that win total. I gotta go check that account. Oh, that's freaking great. It probably didn't grade it yet. It's probably waiting till the end of the season. Oh, yeah, that's probably why I didn't notice. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, we killed it. We killed it. Now we just need Dallas to not win another game. (laughs) That's going to be tough. Dallas is probably a loss, but I think the rest of the league we actually did very well with. Anyway, if you want to get back to the game. Let's get back to the slate and get the people up out of here in a reasonable time. Here we are. Injury report for the Phoenix Mercury and the Atlanta Dream. For the Mercury, you have a questionable tag on Sophie Cunningham with a jaw injury, questionable tag on Dryan Sarasi with a toe injury, a Shea Petty out indefinitely with that concussion. And for so I see the- Cunningham and Petty are out. I don't even see it questionable. I see that Cunningham's already been ruled out for, for the oh, game. Oh, has she? I might yeah. uh, let me check underdog. Underdog always gives us the most Rotowire says that she's here. out with a jaw injury. So Okay, let's see. Jessica Shepard in that last game, now questionable. That's new. That just came out uh, three minutes ago. So Jessica Shepard for the Minnesota Lynx, she's questionable. Natasha Cloud did participate in shoot-around. And I see... I can... Yeah, ruled out. There we go. Ruled out. So she is out. Tarazi is questionable. So no Cunningham, no Shea Petty. You may or may not have Diane Tarazi. I really don't know why she would play in this game. I mean, can you make any case to take the Mercury? Or can we just go ahead, set it, forget it, and it's the freaking dream minus eight and a half? They're one and 15 on the road. One and 15. I can't take the Mercury. I can't do it. It's why I started the whole tangent about the playoffs, because I know we talked in the past. I know some people disagree to listen to the show about potential tanking and how the Mercury might be focused more on the upcoming draft as opposed to winning right now with the aging core that they have. They're eliminated from the playoffs. We see this in the (laughs) NBA all the time. Teams bench all their players. They get buried and they go for the Wembenyama sweepstakes. We saw it in the NBA. A lot of teams were trying to pack it in once they had nothing to play for. I don't believe the WNBA has any anti-tanking rules. They might. I don't remember that ever being an issue. But we saw what the Fever did last year. If they had any type of anti- yeah, I was about to say if they had any type of anti-tanking rules, the Fever are getting would have got sanctioned. Last saying, we year. saw what the Fever like, did last year. They lost sanctions. like eighteen strike games. Like it was the most blatant tanking I've seen in a long time. But the point is, the Mercury have nothing to play for. And if we're talking about motivation, the Dream should keyword should make the playoffs because the overall league 
is pretty bad at the bottom. I mean, we have this issue every year where teams below 500 still make the playoffs, but the point is the Dream have not officially clinched a playoff spot. Now, they've been playing some bad basketball lately. Having said that, the Mercury have played bad basketball for the entire season, especially on the road. But the I do think, once again, the Dream are a decent home team. They are above 500 at home, barely. They're 9-8. and eight. But you're just looking at, once again, the Mercury being 1-15 on the road. They're eliminated from the playoffs. Tarazi's injured, and you can argue they're going to bring her back, but I don't know why you'd rush her back from injury when your team is better off losing at this point than winning. It's a game the Dream kind of need to have for seeding purposes. I'm taking the Dream. I actually threw it in a parlay last night. I took the Dream first half and full game at minus 175. That was on BetMGM. I threw it in a parlay. I think that's a pretty good price. You've mentioned time and time again how bad the Mercury are in the first half. On the road in the first half of the season, they have the worst net rating by a wide, wide margin. So I expect the Mercury to get buried here. There's nothing to like about this team. The Dream, even though they have not been playing great basketball lately in terms of wins and losses, they've played some good teams lately. They've actually been good in the first half. The issue with the Dream is they're really bad after halftime. But that shouldn't be an issue because the Mercury just lost by 30 last game to the Sparks on the road. I think the Dream come out focused. They do well in the first half. That carries over into the second half. I'm taking the Dream minus 8.5. The Mercury lost last game by 30-plus. There's nothing to like about this team. 1-15 on the road. I got nothing more to add. Give me the Dream probably winning by 15-plus. I don't know why the Mercury even bother. Yeah, uh, Scott said it all. I really don't have anything to add here. We're taking the Dream. Taking the Dream anyway. You can take the Dream. I'll take a Dream team total over because it's Mercury. Uh, I... I I think the Mercury are going to be the one. I'll actually take a Mercury team total under because I, the I Dream need a win. By the way, the Dream were struggling. That was because Alicia Gray was also injured. Now there's nobody on in the injury report. Atlanta's is fully healthy. So getting Gray back is a big boost. Yeah, absolutely. And again, Dream, with the slump that they've had recently, they're finding themselves on the back end of the playoff hunt. And if I pull up, Actually, We're going to get in. Seventh. They are in seventh. So they are two games ahead of the sky with about five games left. So they should get in. They're half a game behind the Mystics, and they're a full game behind the Lynx. So if they win tonight, they're going to be moving up in the standings one way or another because they're yep. going to either be tied or jump a team. But they are two games clear, which is somewhat safe, but not safe enough. It's a pretty big game for the Dream. Yeah, give me Mercury team total under. I will take Atlanta Dream minus eight and a half. Uh, give me the under for the game because I don't think the Mercury show up. <laughs> I don't think the Mercury show up and are able to score. So give me the under for the full game as well. Uh, player props, what do you like? I, I don't even know what there is to like, to be honest. I I thought about maybe going contrarian with Mariah Jefferson over assists because there's nobody else on the team. So maybe uh-huh. she'll just get a bunch of minutes, but that involves backing the Mercury. I, I just can't do that. I like the under on either Griner or Tarazi because, once again, at some point, do you give them minute restrictions? Like, well, I, I don't know what the incentive is for the Mercury to play their star players a full workload in the game. They might get blown out. They got nothing to play for. Why are they not, blo- like, tanking? Like, I, I, don't, I don't understand why they would even bother just not are they shouldn't they rest some of their star players to some degree in these upcoming games? What's the point? 
I mean, I wouldn't play Tarasi because she's already battling injuries and she's trying to play another season. if she's going to retire and you want to give her some minutes just to like end her career, I guess. But no, it's it's no chance she retires. Diana Taurasi's going on a yeah, she's going on a on a final season tour. Like she's not going to just retire out of nowhere. I I I can't get my I can't get behind anything on the Mystics realistically, and it's kind of hard to get behind the Dream a little bit too because you just don't know between Cheyenne Parker, Alicia Gray, and Ryan Howard where the scoring is coming from and. I'll just back their lead and rebounder and Cheyenne Parker. I'm expecting to see a bunch of misses from the Liberty, from not the Liberty, but from the Mercury in this spot. You look at her line is at six and a half for her rebounds, minus 113. You look at what she's done in the past five games. She's had 10, 8, 1, 7, and 6. So she's three of the last five. Go down a little bit further, and you have 7, 8, 6, 7, 5. So in the past month, she's cashed over one, two, three, four, five, six of what? Seven, eight, nine, ten. Six of the last ten games. So, yeah, I'm, I'm back in uh, Cheyenne Parker or over her rebounds prop. She got seven the last time they played this team in Phoenix. I think that she'll finish around that seven, eight, nine range again. So Cheyenne Parker. Over six and a half rebounds. That's the only prop that I like in this game. Next last game on the slate, we have the Chicago Sky traveling to play the Los Angeles Sparks. When I got this game last night, it was minus one and a half Sparks. I gave it out. I saw two and a half at like three in the morning. So it has gone up a decent amount. Oh, well, at 1.45 in the morning when I did VSIN, I gave it out at minus one and a half. It is now minus four and a half. <laughs> oh, wait, that is not it's the right big, It's there a huge game, by the way. This Very is much the eight so, seed versus the nine seed. This is actually a massive game. If the Sparks win this, I don't want to say they clinch a playoff spot, but it feels that way, doesn't it? Very much so. And if Chicago wins this, they feel like they have life. Yeah. Game Total's at 161 and a half. That's come up two points from 159 and a half. The line is at minus four and a half. Injury report for these two teams. And you have a lot of Smith who is questionable with the concussion. Uh, and I think she's actually been ruled out with that same concussion. Hold on one second here. I just saw her name. Yeah, yeah she is out. in the concussion protocol. She is ruled out. Lexi Brown is ruled out as well. Uh, so you're looking at Jordan Canada, Leisha Clarendon, uh, Carly Samson, Neka Gumake, and Azrae Stevens versus Raina Mabry, Courtney Williams, Kalia Copper, Morgan Birch, and Elizabeth Williams. I don't know if I at one and a half it was pretty easy for me. At one and a half it was pretty easy for me. At four and a half, I. Do raise questions about closing line value on this on the sky here for again very very important game. I'm going to lean to the Sparks. I understand your points because of course it was a lot better to get it at one and a half compared to four and a half. But I like how the Sparks have played. They mm-hmm. were injured the entire season. They're still not fully healthy, but they've gotten healthier as the season has gone on, and they've been playing some good ball lately. Uh, just to go through the actual numbers here for the Sparks, they have gone from completely out of the playoff picture to being in the playoff picture because they won six straight games. And they ended up losing to the Sun after that. No shame in that. Sun are still a good team. But 
I am going to go with the Sparks here. The home team has won every meeting so far this season by a pretty decent margin. So uh, I do think, once again, the Sparks should be able to look sharp at home. They're once again healthier. Alana Smith being out is a pretty big deal for Chicago, especially with NECA, with, uh, NECA being there for the matchup. I question if Chicago actually has enough size in the interior to deal with that. The Sky won the last two games against the Storm, who are one of the worst teams in the league. Against any other team with a pulse, they have not really done well lately. In fact, they've lost six straight games if you're not including the Storm. So I'm not sold on the current form of this team. I'm going to go with the Sparks. I think that, once again, the recent injury to Smith's a pretty big deal. Smith was in good form. I mean, she's averaging 9.5 points per game, which doesn't sound that impressive. But, I mean, she's a good rebounder. 6.8 rebounds per game, 1.3 steals per game, 1.4 blocks per game. She's one of the only good defensive players on the entire roster, and now she's not playing. I get too many questions about this defense, so I'm going to go with the Sparks. But I do acknowledge, once again, it was a lot more appealing at 1.5 compared to (sighs) 4.5. I think NECA is going to have a great game tonight. I do, too. I just... I'm I'm gonna lean Sparks minus four and a half, but I you prefer uh, the first I'm afraid for something. Yeah, I'm gonna go first half. First half is definitely gonna be the play I bet. I'm not gonna bet the four and a half. But if I had to make a play, I'm gonna stick with the handicap. And even though the line moved, that the Sparks still do handle this at home. But the minus two and a half in the first half feels really good for a Sky team that is seven and ten on the road in the first half, forty one point two percent. And I should I, I faded that stat last time out because of how bad the storm are in the first half on at home. And unfortunately, the storm dominated that first half. So I'm going to go back and just fade the sky again in the first half here. Ten and seven at home for the Sparks, 58.8 percent in the first half. I think that they come out strong. They know this is an important game and they need to control the momentum going into halftime. So Sparks minus two and a half in the first half is probably my favorite play for this game. I see, I see the total has gone up one, two points. I think this is an under game. I'm leaning to the under. It's a, this it's is a, a playoff game. game. Yeah. This is a playoff game. Why are we taking over in what is essentially going to be a playoff game? You look at what both of them do in the to the over under on the road. The sky are eight and nine at home. The sparks are six and eleven to the to the over. So eleven and six to the under. And even in the first half, you still get pretty favorable numbers at home. Ten and seven and ten. I'm sorry, seven and ten to the over is the Sparks. And on the road, the Sky are seven, nine, and one. I, I think this is a playoff game. I think defenses step up because they know they both of them are playing for basically an eighth seed in this spot, and the Sky can all but wrap it up after this. So I think that they're going to compete defensively. Yeah, I, I, I think that we're getting such a favorable line with the line going up two points. We should definitely come in on over here. You mean the under? Under, absolutely. Yeah. I'm leaning to the under. I've mentioned this before, but games that have a lot of, I'd say, importance in the standings or maybe the Commissioner's Cup final, for example, you got to expect some type of intensity defensively uh-huh. from both teams. It's a must-win game for both teams as far as I'm concerned. So I'm expecting a much better defensive effort from both teams. I'm not sure if it's going to matter for the Sky, but I do think, once again, when you're going to be giving consistent effort defensively, 
that's tough to account for for odds makers because they just go by numbers. And mm-hmm. I do think numbers might mislead them here, which is why the total's a bit high. So I'm going to lean to the under. All right. There we go. Three straight unders today. Very, I like that. I like that. It, it feels like an underday in basketball. Well, we got the over in the only game yesterday, so we're trying to balance it out. Very much so. All right. It's time. Were there any props you liked? Uh, oh, yeah, I did. We didn't do props. My bad. I'm sorry, people. I know some people that are about to get really upset with me. I uh, like Azura Stevens over 12 and a half. She's been in good form. And then that mm-hmm. point total's too low. It's minus 113. Uh, I just want to read off her games recently, but that was one prop that kind of caught my eye. Uh, so looking at Steven's recent performances, she ended up having 17 points last game, 18 points the game before that, 20 points the game before that. So three straight games of 17 plus and her props mm-hmm. at 12 and a half. And once again, Chicago's missing one of their main, uh, I'd say, uh, front court players. I'm on Steven's over. I think 12 and a half is too low. Yeah, I like her uh, 12 and a half. I like her over five and a half rebounds and minus 130 as well. I think yeah. that's a pretty good prop. And just adding again, you're you're losing front court depth for Chicago. We're expecting an under game. We're expecting to see a lot of misses. She's very good rebounding the basketball, especially on the offensive glass and going to put some more points up and help with that scoring. So, yeah, I like her under over. I'm sorry, her over five and a half rebounds. I was looking for NECA double double, but I couldn't find it. Yeah, you know, they uh, uh, they do us like that sometimes, especially when we know a play is going to hit. But maybe we can – no, you can't make a double-double prop with NECA. But I like her points over. I think she does score over 18.5 points. Because you can do a same-game parlay, right? Yeah, but it's not it's 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 kind of tough when people have like eighteen and a half on the points prop because yeah that's fair you, yeah you're just kind of going for the rebounds but I'm sure that that rebounds is pretty juiced and you can lower you know lower her points per down a lo- prop down a little bit and still get a plus money price I want to see if Bet three six five has it but I'll check because Neca rebounds I am tempted by in this game I saw eight and a half the over was plus one hundred two. On FanDuel, yep. which I think is kind of appealing, but I want to see if I can find a double double price. So but you see, plus 155 for 10 rebounds in the same game parlay machine for DraftKings. Uh, if I and I the low 15 plus 75, I would honestly, I'd rather just say she gets 20 and 10. I found but 175 still, for 10 plus rebounds on bet 365. Yeah, I think that's probably a better bet. So I get even 20 and 10, that's plus 245. I don't even think that's all the no, way it's worth, not really it worth it. it at that point. So. All right. We like NECA's rebounds over. So we can just say that. We like NECA rebounds over. Take that prop as well. That is, what's the base prop for her? Eight and a half at plus 102. Eight and a half is plus 102 on Vandal. I like that. I like that. That might, uh, that might, that might make, make later in the segment. All right. Anything else you got? Not really. And that's basically it. Okay, let's do it again. This is when the pressure turns on. Lock, dog, and prop to finish out this three-game slate. For I was going to ask, lock, by the way, did we have another read to do, or we're good? No, we're good. Oh, we're good? Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, uh, did I do them all? Yeah, I did them all. Oh, no, we do it. have another read. Oh, we do have another read. My bad. I almost, I almost went back, and I missed this. I didn't even realize I missed this. Yeah, SGPN Patreon. So make sure you definitely become a part of our Patreon family and you can get our exclusive podcast where I, I just remembered a story about how I tried to rush the field at the Celebration Bowl. 
And I, I, that's definitely got to go into my SG, untold SGPN stories episode for sure. Try that to is, rush the field. And that might have that might have given away what happened afterwards, but that is a story to tell you. And I'm still a little bit salty about it. We also have thousand dollar first place prize for our contest, the NFL win totals contest. Plus, we're gonna have exclusive contests over the course of the entire year. So make sure you get into that Patreon sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Good catch there, Scott. I did not catch that we had two reads. I just didn't remember hearing that read. That's why I asked. Yeah. All right. Let's see here from a lock. Uh, we've been waiting for it all season. Going back to it. Give me the under 161 and a half for the Washington Mystics and Minnesota Lynx game. I mean, we have all the defenders back for the Mystics. They run entirely slow, uh, slow pace in the game. I'm expecting this to be a snail's pace. I'm expecting them to defend and you know, put them both of these two teams. This is a playoff game too. If we're being honest, this is a this is a playoff game too, as both of them trying to secure seeding and clinch their finally clinch their playoff spot. So, yeah, I am going with the Minnesota Lynx and the Washington Mystics under one sixty one and a half. That's my lock for my dog. <sighs> Lynx plus two thirty five is very tempting. I am. I think I'm going to take that NECA prop. I'm going to take that NECA prop. Give me NECA 10 plus rebounds at plus 175. It's it's not too many ways I wanted to go. I didn't want to double up in the Lynx game, but I think with Alana Smith out, and NECA's already a rebounding machine, I think she's a very good look to get 10 rebounds, and that plus 175 isn't that bad of a price. So I'll take NECA 10 plus rebounds plus 175 for my dog. And for my prop, Every time I go Cheyenne, I never get it. I never get Cheyenne Parker whenever I make her my prop. It's very annoying. Uh, under game, so I don't think I want to go Sykes either. Does Nafisa call? That is a bold take. Under 21 and a half for Nafisa call year at plus 122. But this Mystics defense is live when they're there, man. They can really play physical with their. I'm not going to get that bold. Uh, man, how do I want to play this? I guess I'm going back to the Sparks and the Sky game, and we think this is an under. This is definitely going to be have that playoff atmosphere feel. So let's go Azare Stevens, man. Azare Stevens again, over five and a half rebounds. I'm back in two rebound props from the same team in the same game. Really hoping for a lot of misses here. Azare Stevens over five and a half rebounds. I just think that's incredibly mispriced. She should be in the seven and a half territory. Minus 130. Scott, over to you. So I was going to potentially take McBride under and rebounds, but now Shepard's questionable, and now I'm wondering if that's going to potentially change my mind because they're going to need people to rebound more. So I wonder if that's actually going to change my thought process on that one. I had a couple of options here, but I think my main one is going to be in... I really do like that under as well in that Mystics game, but I don't think we can double lock it. Uh, good things don't tend to happen when we double on <laughs> So I think for this one, I am going to go to the Dream and Mercury game. And I think my lock's just going to be the minus eight and a half. The Mercury, once again, are one and 15 on the road. I don't mm. really want to make a case for 
once again, the Mercury to keep this game competitive. They should bench everybody because why are they even bothering? They're going to get the first pick <laughs> in the draft. Maybe Caitlin Clark will see. But the point is they shouldn't really care, and the Dream should. So give me the Dream minus the 8.5. I think they win this game comfortably. So I think the Dream once again cover. That's my lock. For my dog, I think I'm going to go with NECA 10-plus rebounds. I could go with the 8-plus rebound. I mean, the uh, 8.5, but that's plus 102. And no, nah, I don't need the baby dog sound effect. So give me the 10-plus rebounds at plus 175 on Bet365. I think, once again, NECA should have success. We know that the Sky are going to be a bit shorthanded in the front court, and I do think it's a good game for NECA to have a good performance. So give me NECA 10-plus rebounds at plus 175 as my dog. And for my prop on this one, I really thought about the McBride one, but with Shepard being potentially out, that does throw a wrench into my plans there. What else do I want to take? You know what? I'll go with Azura Stevens at over 12.5 points at minus 113. She's done very well recently, and I do think that the Sparks have been relying on her a bit more recently, and she's done quite well for herself. So once again, my lock's going to be the Dream, minus 8.5. My dog will be NECA. Uh, 10 plus rebounds at plus 175 and my prop will be azura stevens over 12 and a half points at minus 113 all right we're back in a lot of the same players today love it okay uh, let's see let's fire up the underdog fantasy contest for the people before we get up out of here well i know we agree on stevens right is that going to be a leg uh i well i had a rebounds you had her points Okay. I do like her points, though. I think her points are good. But Does Underdog have the combo? Uh, let's see if they have it for Azure. They do. Well, points, rebounds, and assists is 19 and a half. Don't okay. think I like that. Just Fair enough. Well, yeah, I don't think I, I got to like see that. the rebound numbers uh, for Stevens. Probably not great. But I she had four assists last game. Mm, okay. She's had, she had four, zero, and three. So she's been okay in two of the last three, but. This is more, a little what bit. What was the number difficult. you said again? Uh, 19 and a half. Okay, she's gone over this number, even including some bad assist games in three of the last, in uh, four of the last five. She's gone over. All right, let's go with Azaray. Azaray Stevens, points, rebound, and assist. We're going to throw her in there. Let's see here. So Azra Stevens, points, rebounds, and assists higher, 19 and a half points. We have, hmm, do we go to NECA? We same game it with NECA. 19 and a half. They have her at 19 and a half. That's we, not bad. It's not. I mean, if anybody's going to score, kind of like NECA to score, right? Uh, they don't so. have, I think she's in line for a good matchup. Let's see. Unless you want to ha- spread the love and have action on different games. Um, I'm you know not we're going to a- need a contrarian under somewhere, so we can save that for later on. A contrarian under. I mean, you mentioned uh, Griner under. That was That's what I was thinking, but I wasn't sure if you wanted to back that or not because I don't know why the Mercury would even bother. Play Griner points- 20 minutes and tell her to get out. Her points, rebounds, and assists is at 27 and a half. I'm gonna let you. I, I'm gonna let you look at that and, and tell me what's happened the past few games if that's even credible. But that sounds like a lot. Uh, let me. I'm assuming it's gonna be a lot because they don't score any points. Uh, let, <laughs> yeah. let me check. But uh, you said 27 and a half points, rebounds, and assists. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, I think we just well, she had two rebounds man. last game, which is funny. She's gone under this number in three of four. Okay, we're, we're and we're just gonna trust Neka. We're gonna trust Neka. Nineteen and a half points. We're gonna trust Neka to get the twenty. That's twenty nine and a half. Those massive. Or do we go? Or do we go rebounds? It's up to you. All you pick. Let's stick with our. We both. We both like our ten plus. Let's take the nine. Eight and a half rebounds. No. Hmm. Mm. Let's stick with your first gut. Stick with your always stick with your first gut. I said 19 and a half points first. Let's go 19 and a half points. So NECA over 19 and a half points for this game. That's leg two. And then we said we are going under Brittany Griner points rebound. Well, not under. I'm sorry. Lower. Lower. Brittany Griner points, rebounds, and assists. We'll keep it at three because we've been doing really good with three recently. Been doing really good. So ne- Neka Gumake, 19 and a half points higher. Azare Stevens, 19 and a half points, rebounds, and assists higher. And we have Brittany Griner, 27 and a half points, rebounds, and assists lower. Add those up, put them in underdog, and you have a six to one contest that $100 gets you $600. We cashed yesterday. Cross fingers. Let's see what happens today. Scott, anything else for the people before we get up out of here? Not really. Looking forward to the three games. Hopefully, they all go under, and hopefully, we win every bet. And yeah, very much so. So he's at Rushell Radio. I'm at really real underscore underscore for the 12 people that are still in the YouTube, youtube.com slash NBA Gambling Podcast. 13 people that are in the YouTube for youtube.com slash NBA Gambling Podcast. Please make sure you like the video on the way out. And for everybody, wherever you get your podcast, whatever, wherever that may be, just drop us a five-star review, rating and review. I appreciate that. And other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast just going to end like this. We are out of here.